all know what happened at Coal Hill. I put forward the recommendation for a special counterinsurgency group. Countermeasures. It's been a bit quiet. Sir Toby's got us rather marking time. Aha, my loyal team. It's coming. I can feel it. It's in here with us right now. Well, what can we do? Keep back. We're armed. Do my what it is. Just shoot it. Behind you, son. Get out of my mind! Everybody out! Do more. How fast can you run in those shoes, Rachel? Come on. Simon Williams, I'm playing group captain Ian Gilmore. My name's Karen Gledhill and I play Alison. I am Dr. Rachel Jensen and my name in real life is Pamela Salem. Keep back or we will shoot. They're still coming. I have a warning shot. It's strange because... Quite often you remember these characters you played by photographs. They, they're, they're a visual memory. I, I've seen lots of pictures of Chunky Gilmore as he was with his revolver. I've even got a still, someone froze off, um, off the television, off, of the, the actual flame coming out of the gun. The idea of coming back is, is always good because, um, well, it wasn't a big character stretch for me anyway. But I, I just thought it'd be nice to see some familiar faces. Very nice to see, for instance, Karen and, uh, and Pamela. What are we going to do when we get there? Take over the PA system, get that announcer to make this mob stand down, and then get a line out to command to call in battle. And then? Um, well, that's as far as the plan goes at the moment. I'm not particularly a um, sharp-witted person. I'm, I'm, I'm one of your rather linear kind of thing. I'm not big on sci-fi. My big thing as a child was westerns. I like to see a big, broad sky. I like to see the swoop of the landscape. I like to see um, animals. So sci-fi is just a gloomy area for me. But um, I understand there's urgency in the scene and there's a chase and I understand there's good people and bad people and um, I understand all the virtues of dear Chunky Gilmore <laughs> and... Um, it's all good fun. I just love acting. I love being other people. And I like the whole business. Get out of here, Gilmore. That's an order. Sir, I can't allow... You can't allow. I gave you an order, soldier. I'm not a soldier, sir. I'm in the Royal Air Force. What do I like about him? He's, um... I think I probably like him because he's so old-fashioned. He's really Dan Dare. He's, um... You know, his father was probably in the army. He was probably at boarding school. He's a decent, honourable man. And, um... Maybe somewhere deep in my makeup, I'm a decent, honourable man too. I don't know. Last I heard, you were buried up to your neck in artificial intelligence work in Cambridge. Didn't expect to see you for years and years, didn't you? Is it too much to imagine me having a social life, wanting to see my friends? Well, don't take this the wrong way, but yes. I think it's great giving her a life. I, I do, really. You know, you often do something and then you go away and think, oh, there was so much you've worked on, a bit of background for the person, and you think, I wish I... I mean, I've done series where I've tried to suggest to the people, look, could we put some of this in, you know, mm -hmm. that, because I think that would flesh out the character, and, of course, half the time they don't have time to do it, it's all written, it's gone. So suddenly here you are having had the character and fleshing it out now, mm -hmm. which is such fun. Mm -hmm. That's... That, that's good for the imagination. Ian. What? There's a door shutting on one of the other airlocks. 
I, I think there's someone coming out. Then take cover. Where? There's nowhere near I can hide. In here, then, quickly. I'm really happy with what they've done with Alison because I think that uh, she's developed a lot more than she was in in the short story that we did for television. And I think that this, uh, yeah, it gives me more scope to, to do things. I was really pleased with that, actually. Yeah, she's got a very, very interesting storyline. I'll just get back to the monastery and save the country from a military takeover then, shall I? Great. Where's my duffel coat? I'm going to be very sad when this weekend's. I think we all are. It's been a most unusually good experience, really. Really, I'm not just saying that because you're sitting here. (laughs) (laughs) I should just find a way around it otherwise. But um, no, you've created a great atmosphere here. We're all enjoying doing the parts. And I, I don't know, it's really, really fun. Thanks. Fun, everybody's saying it's fun. Men are in position, sir. <coughs> Anything to report? Section of the fence has been damaged, might be nothing. Ah, uh, that's fine, Sergeant. Right, let's get started. Oh, he's, he's very talented with his different voices, isn't he? <laughs> oh, I say, please. Hello, I'm David Richardson, I'm the producer of Countermeasures. I'm John Dorney, I'm the script editor of Countermeasures. We decided to add to the trio mm-hmm. with a fourth character part of it I seem to remember in the setup was was not to, to copy or indeed we, we moved a long way away from it but to sort of to, to, to be influenced a little bit by that original lineup original in Doctor lineup. Who wasn't yes. it so Toby's got his rather marking time Tobias Kinsella <laughs> name like that he could only be a politician I blame the parents older sort of father figure slightly young man of action group captain come in with a, uh, a woman who was about sort of contemporaneous in age to him. I thought I should tell you straight away. It is polite, Professor Jensen, to... I've uh, solved it. And then the younger the girl, um, sidekick. I might be able to shed some light, actually. Alison. Really, do shed away, Miss Williams. I'm Hugh Ross, and my character is called Toby Kinsella. He's um, enormously good fun to play because he's completely inscrutable. And you're never quite sure whether he's... Uh, he's like a typical kind of gr- um, grey-suited figure in the corridors of Whitehall that you're not quite sure what's going on there and what his life might be like. Dry, witty, highly intelligent, cultivated, goes to the theatre, the opera, and all those things, I bet. Um, very well-connected. Uh, doesn't bear fools to take from any prisoners. He's uh, um, And sharp and nobody quite knows where they stand with him. Which is great. The whole facility is a tribute to her, in a way. I'll let you know. Now, now tell Rachel, I stand on the shoulders of giants that I may reach the stars! Oh, very, very good. Goodbye. I'll be in touch. It gives it a bit of confrontation. You know, so yes. We're all on the same side, the other, otherwise, you know. But it gives you a way of bouncing the ideas, and I like to see it's grown. I mean, that's what's quite nice. New government, new rules, new funding requirements. Is that what it's all about? Funding? To a large extent. We are a rather unorthodox outfit, Ian. We've yet to earn the right to exist, as far as the new regime's concerned. In the 1960s, um, the whole 60s tone of it. Well, of course, yes, it's very familiar to me. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's lovely, I love that. I think it's great. And, uh, and the whole thing in the next one, and the fourth one about the term... Um, the, the Wilson government and Callahan and all that kind of stuff is very, in my mind, still very vivid and kind of recent in a sense. Mm. 
Yeah, yes, no, it's, I, I think they're really, really interesting tales. It may be nothing, but my unit's been issued with a list of places within the capital where to secure in the event of civil unrest. Are they expecting trouble? Something's brewing. Tensions. Well, I don't want to worry you unduly, but it reminds me of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Crikey. Take care, all right. I will. Thank you.